Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Canadian Football League will kick off a new season on Thursday night with the Montreal Alouettes playing the Stampeders in Calgary. On Friday, the Ottawa Red Blacks will face the defending champion Blue Bombers in Winnipeg. The Edmonton Elks at the BC Lions Saturday night. Our poll question is, which is Canada's game of the week? Running away with it is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. It's just a fun thing. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome inside, everybody. Your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show coming at you here on Game Plus Television and YouTube Live. It is uh, the RP Show, episode number 775. And it's a very big day. we got a lot of fun things to talk about today. Coming up on the program, let me move my phone here. Andrew Walker from the new podcast, The Hedge, uh, sports, uh, Sportsnet, Sports Talk legend Andrew Walker is going to be with us. And uh, also Luke Elvey, golf analyst, the voice of PGA Tour 2K to talk about all these zany things going on in the world of golf. So as we talked about earlier, as we bring in the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont, the co-host and president of this whole little ditty here, variety is the spice of life, uh, Moose. So I hope you're ready to have some fun today and talk sports. Uh, how's, your, how's your day? What kind of start have you gotten off? Yeah, great start to the day. It's a little rainy here in the sweatpants capital, but uh, it's a good day to hunker down and and, uh, get some work done and be on the couch and have lots of coffee and do all those fun things. Beauty. Beauty. I saw that. There was like a 100% chance of rain today in the rectangle. And for Saturday's football game, I think it was 40% chance of rain, but like mid-20s Celsius for temperature. And... uh, yeah, let's not belabor things. All these topics are coming up in the quick six. So can you hit the horn, please? Please, and thank you. And I got to say this. I don't know why anybody would say that they were looking forward to a night off in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but yesterday our guest, Mike McKenna from Sirius XM NHL Radio, said he was looking forward to it. I was a little lost without Stanley Cup playoffs on Wednesday night, but that's just me. I'm a freak. But tonight... They'll be playing 8 p.m. Eastern. The NHL Eastern Conference Final resumes with the Lightning paying a visit to the New York Rangers. The home side has won every game so far in the series. Tampa's going to try and 
buck that trend tonight at MSG. Uh, here's one. Lightning goalie Andre Vasilevsky is looking for his 60th career NHL playoff win tonight. I'm sure that'll be nowhere near his mind. He just wants one win. He wants it tonight in Game 5, Moose. Should be a great game. Should be a great game. Uh, it'll be awesome. And I love the atmosphere at MSG. I've never been there. It's on my bucket list to go watch a Rangers game, especially a playoff game. But they're bumping. The goal song's going. They're yelling. That place is wild. So I love what's happening in these playoffs. And tonight will be no different. Oh, boy. We get going, and I try to stay on track. And then a story pops into my head. Uh, you know me. Squirrel. Yeah, go. Squirrel moment. Squirrel moment. You say, I've been at MSG a couple of times. The first of which, 2010. Listen, I'm an old-time farmer from Milestone, Saskatchewan. Okay? Okay. If it was up to me, I'd be using a flip phone and a pencil. I walk up to the box office at MSG. You know the story. It was March, maybe early April of 2010. I'm like, excuse me, at the box office for the New York Rangers. Can I get a ticket for a Rangers game? And they're like, this year? <laughs> she started laughing at me. Uh, well, yeah. She said, we're sold out, honey, for like another year. Oh, no. <laughs> and I think that was the day that I discovered StubHub, to be honest with you. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, I'm no dummy. Like, I, I, I get with it, get with it. And I, and I apologize to the guy that's probably watching right now, but several years later, we were in Anaheim on a sports trip the ones that we host. There's like 60 of us there for NHL, NBA, NFL. Wonderful trip. And in Anaheim, went to a Ducks game. I believe they were playing the Oilers. And uh, some guys Ubered at home. Some guys walked. And a lot of these farmers from Saskatchewan were on that trip. And the next morning at the breakfast, you know how it, what it's like at the Continental Breakfast. That's one guy. One guy's there. Let's call him Lorn. I said, how's your night, Lorne? Well. No, great. I had to walk back two miles from the Ducks game. I said, well, really, all these other guys took Uber. Well, I got a flip phone. <clears throat> Sounds like a you problem to me. <laughs> Get with it. Anyways, yeah. um, I will just say this. You know how when I'm in Canada, I watch SportsCenter three, four times on a loop, just in case I missed something. Well, now it's all NBA on ESPN Sports Center, and that's not really my jam on ESPN. So I'm watching NHL Network over and over and over again, and I love it. Love me some Bill Lindsay on there, the Panthers color guy. And they're talking about the Colorado Avalanche. Before I move on, they're just sitting there hoping that this East Final goes seven games, and I guess they have not decided who their starting goaltender will be for the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, will it be Darcy Kemper? Well, maybe they decided, but they're not telling anybody. And Pavel Fransu, the backup goalie who ostensibly, I guess, I mean, he won the Oilers series. Um, I, I get that would be a good poll question, but our next point is what our poll question is going to be today. Maybe for tomorrow or Monday, who should the Avalanche start in goal? Because Billy Lindsay is like, Kemper, he got you there. Eh, well, the last guy won the last. The other guy won the last series. I don't think it's as open and shut as some people would think. It's not. It's definitely not. Um, I've always been a believer that you start your guy that got you there, and that would be Darcy Kemper. 
Um, I went through this when it was Mark Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard, or when it was Mark Andre Fleury and Tristan Jari. Um, or not Tristan Jari. It would have been um, Matt I Murray. Think of his name, Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Rod. It's you know the veteran guy. You want to keep everybody's mindset good. You want to keep confidence high. Well, Pavel Francouz, his confidence is high. He knows he's the backup. So if he goes to the bench, that's not a demotion. That's his spot, right? If Darcy Kemper goes to the bench, you risk his confidence being shattered because he's supposed to be the guy. You're a grown-ass man. Suck it up. I'm not saying who they should go with. I don't know. I w- you don't have to make that decision today. And then we're going to get go. to the football stuff because it reminds me of uh, the LOS coach, Kahari Jones, saying last week. He knew who his starting quarterback was going to be, but he's not telling anybody. And then he named it was Vernon Adams. So maybe the abs know. Head coach Jared Bednar is not dumb. He's from Yorkton. So clearly he's not dumb. And he probably knows he's just not saying. Jeff the Stamps fan says, does anyone actually walk up to the gate for tickets anymore? I would I would say that I would have said that was the last time I ever did it, but that's not true. A few years ago in Arizona, man, have I had a great life. I had some rich buddies that were in a luxury suite at the game, but I wasn't invited to be in the suite. So one of those rich buddies said, would you mind driving me to the game and then picking me up after the game? And I said, how about you kiss my ass? But then in the end, I did it anyways. I drove him to the game, and then I walked up to the box office, and I said, Sidney Crosby, and the Pittsburgh Penguins were in town, and it was Larry Fitzgerald night at the hockey game. And I walked, so I took my buddy to the game. He went up to the suite, and then I went up to the box office at uh, Gila River Arena, and I said, can I get the cheapest ticket? I just want to be in the building. And they're like, here you go, $55. And I walked in, and they, uh, no, I rode my dinosaur, actually. <laughs> now that I think, I rode my dinosaur to the front door, and they punched my ticket, and in I went. And then halfway through the first period, I got a text from one of those rich guys who uh, happened to be the owner of the Coyotes and said, get up here to the suite. Talk your way in. And I did. Man, am I getting off track here. I feel like the next <laughs> segment's going to be a heck of a lot more <clears throat> CFL because it is opening night. But I wanted to say this. Our second point of the quick six here is, who's the best available coach in the NHL right now? It just jogged in my mind. Jamie Thomas the other day from Winnipeg Jets Radio saying, hey, he really strongly hinted that the Jets are desirous of hiring Barry Trotz as their next head coach. But he's like, but there's a lot of other coaches out there. He was providing a soft landing, not getting Jets hopes up, fans' hopes up too high if it's not Trotzy. So this is the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who is the best available NHL coach? JT was right. There's a lot of great coaches out there without a job in the National Hockey League. And in our morning meeting, we kicked it around today. Here are your top three that we came up with. The sexiest names, if you will. Barry Trot, Bruce Cassidy, fired this week in Boston. Peter DeBoer, fired in Vegas. Or other. Because I think, if we bring the moose back, I think you said Torts. And I'm like, hey, while Torts would be in the club, I think you got to put other on there. Because you got Mike Babcock, Joel Quenville, um, Clark brought up Guy Boucher. There's a lot of coaches out there with jobs right now. And to be honest, the guy I'd hire? Still probably Babs. Or maybe Joel Quenville. 
mean, clearly nobody can make the Leafs win. So the fact that it didn't work in Toronto is not an indictment of Mike Babcock, in my opinion. Am I biased? Yes. He's a good friend of mine. But I might be hiring Babs. How are you answering that? There's a lot of coaches. I mean, Elaine Vigneault, I believe. Um, yeah. Rick Tockett's name is getting a ton of play right now um, mm-hmm. a, as a possible head coach. So there are so many qualified coaches out there right now. Um, I, I agree. I Other might take this one away. I still think Barry Trotz is at the top of everybody's list. But look at Bruce Cassidy. I mean, he had such a successful run in Boston. He made the playoffs every year he was there. They just came off a 107-point season. Yeah, it was disappointing to lose out in the first round. But here's a guy, based on his resume, he'll get a look, and I'm sure he'll be on a bench next year. So you own an NHL team. Who are you hiring? Who's the best out there? Uh, Last I looked on Twitter, 78% of respondents saying Barry Trotz. He is definitely the sexiest name. As I look, it's 11-11 Central right now. Jason in Red Deer says, same situation with Fleury and Talbot. Marc-Andre Fleury should have stayed in. I know, right? But they went with Talbot because he was their guy. This is why it's so important that they have goalie coaches, in my opinion. It was, listen, again, you people, you peasants in Canada that don't get Wayne Gretzky on your intermission panel. Gretzky the other day was uh, on the TNT broadcast. He's like, we didn't have strength coaches back in our day. We didn't have goalie coaches back in our day. It was awesome. And they didn't have to worry in Edmonton. Grand fear, grand fear, grand fear, grand fear. Oh, he's tired, Coco? Andy Moog, Andy Moog. You ready, Coco? He didn't. It was literally open the door for the goalies of the Edmonton Oilers back in Wayne's day. But now these coaches have no idea. And every team, the, the head coaches have no idea, in my opinion, they got a goalie coach there to at least aid in these decisions. Uh, 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 uh. Although this drives me nuts. We had Kelly Rudy, obviously a good friend of ours, on the program. I asked him one day, off air, Kelly, do the Flames pick your brain at all on goaltending stuff? And he said, you know, you've been around Kelly enough now that you know what he's like. He's like, uh, no, they really don't. And I'm like, yeah. Why would you want to ask Kelly Rudy anything about what's going on in your crease? What has he ever done? Anyways, <clears throat> moving around. <laughs> Ted in Red Deer says, uh, Rod's bouncing around like a Phil Necro knuckleball. Love it. You don't even know what that means, Beautiful. do you, Moose? No, but I got you an idea. Even know? <laughs> you got an idea. <laughs> I, like being, I like being the age that I am now because I know what the references are. Shoot, I make a lot of those references. And the older people get it. And the young people, you would hope, try to figure it out. Regarding buying a ticket at the box office, BW watching in Edmonton says, walk-up is only realistic at a CFL game. Well, no, I just said that I did it in Phoenix. And Oleg's watching in Winnipeg. He says, uh, Rod's friend is no longer rich if he owned the Coyotes. He got out when the getting was good. Let's put it that way. I do distinctly remember him saying, I don't care who you are. You can't lose $50 million a year. See ya. Um, Wayne in Victoria says, Rod's on fire this morning. What a great show. I feel like we haven't even covered anything yet, Moose. I really feel that way. Um, I, I might literally be on fire. It's 37 degrees Celsius here. 
with humidity in South Florida. And by the way, um, our NHL coverage brought to you daily by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hey, make sure you got that AC working. Give Bronco a call. They'll be out same day. I will guarantee it as we sit here right now to schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services. Call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. Guys, tell Camco we're talking about them. Big Avalanche fans over there, Bronco. Uh, Moose, we don't have a lot of time left in this segment. So for those that are writing in and dying for the CFL coverage, yeah, it's opening night. I was waiting to give us a little more time. Point three is a brand new CFL season officially kicks off tonight with Vernon Adams Jr. and the Alouettes visiting Bowley by Mitchell and the Calgary Stampeders. I ripped this from the news headlines. It's the number one item running on broadcast news across Canada. It's the first time since 2019 that the CFL will stage a full season. 2020 season was scrubbed entirely. Last season was condensed due to COVID. Um... I told you there's a lot of football guys down here in South Florida, and they are all they all know when Jones's team's playing. Like, what team's Jones on? Okay, Edmonton. When do they play? Okay, gotcha. Ten Eastern. On and when he was with SAS, they all knew when the Riders played. When he was with the Alouettes, yeah. they all knew. Right, that's Jones guys, and these guys are DMing me, going, "Who's got the game?" And I'm like. How did I become TV Times of South Florida? But I'll do it. Because the uh, CFL, God bless them, sent out a news release yesterday with the entire broadcast schedule for this season on which U.S. network it'll be on. And I'm forwarding it to these guys because they all care. And I'm thinking, maybe the Canadian Football League needs a Florida office. What do you think, Moose? I would be, I know a guy that could run it. Yeah. It would be great. Um, uh, so, yeah, a Florida, an American PR office right here. So when we come back, we're three points through the quick six. We're going to play deal or no deal, our first of the season. CFL edition. That's next. We got golf talk. We got Blue Jays. We got junior hockey stuff that went down last night. So stick around. We'll be right back. You are watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network, live streaming on YouTube. And you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beauty Day here in South Florida. We elicited a lot of comments from our viewers regarding the weather and Darren's hair. If we bring in the most Gino DePauli, voice of the orders, watching, he says, I'm just checking in, fellas. Darren's hair is absolute fire today. Congrats on primetime. I can't wait for you guys to be here in God's country for Stampede. I'm looking forward to getting back to Calgary as well. Um, Jeff in Winnipeg. Jeff Cabellos is 37 and humid. No, thanks. There's something wrong with me. I don't feel the weather. And I was at the doctor last week. Remember, I had to skip out of that meeting. He's at a doctor's appointment. I'm meeting with this gal. She's a new doctor for me. And she's like, there might be something wrong with you. You don't feel pain. And I'm like, "Uh, there's a lot of things wrong with me. Can you just fix this? It's been 49 years. We're not fixing it now. So she thought I was a bit of a freak. But she's not the first. Scott Powell watching Moose. 
He says, I've been away for a while, but Sawmills, North Carolina says, hello. Keep up the great work. Go Riders. Arlen Bruce III writes in. He says, 75 degrees Fahrenheit, my type of weather. What's that in Celsius? Yuck, yuck, yuck. It's actually like 92 today, A.B. And Nicholas writes in and says, Rod, it's time for another Connor Bedard interview. Thank you, Nicholas. Duly noted. See, people are all over the place, and that's why, as Ricky Nelson said, you can't please everybody, so you have to please yourself. And I just found this note, Darren, in the, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a fan of Patrick Waugh are you? Oh, boy, I'm a fan of Patrick Waugh, absolutely. Uh, I'm not a 10 out of 10, but I'm probably a 6 or 7 for sure. I'm an 11 out of 10 on Patrick Waugh, and the literal translation of Roi is king. So I just, this popped up as I was looking for some other news. Still emotional over the Remparts ouster from the Quebec Major Junior League playoffs, head coach and GM Patrick Waugh says he's undecided about his future. He made the comments at the team's end-of-season press conference at the Videotron Center Wednesday morning. Roy said he's still upset that his team is not playing for a spot in the Memorial Cup. The Canadian Hockey League Championship will be in St. John starting June 20th. The Rempart won the Jean Rougeau Trophy as the Q's top regular season team and were favorites to win the playoffs and book a spot in St. John, but the Shawinigan Cataract Defeated Quebec 3-2 in a best-of-five semifinal to advance to a final series with the Charlottetown Islanders. You tell me why Patrick Waugh is not in the National Hockey League. I have no idea. He's been blackballed. Not fair. I, I, I don't get it. But that's his fight, and we're not hearing fight, not mine. We're not hearing his name either amongst all these openings. His name's not coming up as a top candidate. So that's a bigger shock for me, too. Uh, Part of the reason I love him so much is that we are very similar. And my guess is the book on Patrick Waugh would be very similar to what the book is on me. Because I've heard it from people. He's uncontrollable. My dad would be proud of that fact. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's, He's just too much of a, he's too much of a Patrick Waugh. Fair. They're, they're afraid of him. He's uncontrollable. Do you want to win or not? No, we want a guy we can control. Okay, good luck being in last place every year. Uh, Blue Jays, tough night or day on the mound for Blue Jays starter Yusei Kikuchi. He retired only two batters while walking four and serving up two hits that cost him three first-inning runs as the KC Royals double up Toronto 8-4 Wednesday. The victory ended a three-game skid for the Royals. This is where we need to watch out for fake news, everybody. Fake news. Watch out for it. I'm on Yahoo.ca yesterday, or last night, reading Canadian news. And the headline, Blue Jays manager, scorches starting pitcher, Yusei Kikuchi, with post-game comments. I click on it. You know what Charlie Montoyo said about UK, uh, Yusei Kikuchi yesterday? Yeah, he wasn't very good. That was the quote. <laughs> but the headline at Yahoo was that he, was, he scorched his starting pitcher. Yeah, he wasn't very good. Ray Charles could see he wasn't very good. I'd hate to see what the headline would be if, they, if he really was to torch him. Anyways, there's NFL notes here, and, and as I said to you earlier in the pre-show meeting, I don't know. I'm on, I'm on the fence here. Do we talk about the real Canadian sports like Logan DeHanyuk scored with just four seconds to go 
last night, giving the Edmonton Oil Kings a 3-2 victory over the Seattle Thunderbirds, <clears throat> pardon me, in a 3-1 lead in the WHL final. Oil Kings looking to close out the series Saturday in Edmonton. Do we talk about the real sporting news of the games that are playing, or do we talk about the fake news like ESPN with all this NFL stuff, like will Deshaun Watson play this year, and where's Aaron Rodgers going to be? Do we, are we going to spend two hours on fake news or real news? Because I can do both. I can play fire wagon hockey. I can play defensive hockey. I can play it however you want. What would you like to see, Moose? Um, personally, I'm a fan of both. I like I like I like a combo of both. I mean, I was watching a little bit of that Seattle uh, Edmonton series. I love that it's on my television and I can watch it. So I'm all over that too. And I love speculating on on what may or may not happen. So you can chalk me up as as a fan of both. Okay, we can do both and. The CFL news right around the corner just because it is opening day. But we got to mention the golf. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, and other PGA Tour members who teed off in the Saudi-funded golf league this morning are no longer eligible for PGA Tour events under penalties. Commissioner Jay Monahan shared today soon after the first tee shot was struck. Still to be determined is whether these players are ever going to be welcomed back. The ban includes participation in the President's Cup which would involve the South African trio of Louis Ostusen, Carl Schwartzel, and Brandon Grace. The United States Golf Association already has said eligible players can still compete in the U.S. Open next week. The PGA Tour does not run the major. So I'm, I'm kind of learning as we go. That's like the WHL saying we've suspended this coach, but he can coach in the CHL because we don't run the CHL. That would be my thing. But Luke Elvey will be with us, golf analyst, later on in hour two to talk about all this. Because it is opening day in the CFL, and because we have such a deep amount of respect for the Canadian Football League, and we are fans, we're going to play deal or no deal now. We've got a lot of people tuned in to see it. And I ask our viewers to play along, whether it be in the chat or on the 902 text line, 902-518-3033. For our new viewers, it's a game we play every week. Moose and I just think Howie Mandel. I play the Howie Mandel in this. Moose is the guy behind the podium, and Clark is the one in the bikini with the silver briefcase. Beautiful. <laughs> and I give the point spreads from our official betting partner, Bet Regal, and Darren decides if he's going to take the bet or not. So tonight, I was a little surprised to see Bet Regal their line for this game is the Calgary Stampeders favored by 3.5 points at McMahon Stadium against the Montreal Alouettes. Moose, deal or no deal? No deal. No deal. What? I'm not taking it. Yeah. What? Okay, what do you think is going to happen tonight at McMahon? Um, three and a half points. I don't think the spread's quite big enough, but you know what? I... I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's going to be wild, and I think uh, Montreal can surprise some people. I think Montreal, the Alouettes, can surprise a lot of teams in the Canadian Football Ew. League this year. Yeah. That's why they call it betting, because nobody knows. To me, this is an easy deal. I think the Stampeders win by double digits tonight, so I'm taking the bet. Stamps by three and a half. Friday night football, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. To quote their president, Wade Miller, we're going to raise a banner again as they host the Ottawa Red Blacks. Winnipeg favored by 9.5. Deal or no deal? No deal. Winnipeg wins. 
but Ottawa keeps it close tonight. Uh, Friday night. I say no deal as well. I think Winnipeg wins by less than 9.5. Saturday doubleheader in the Canadian Football League. Hamilton Tiger Cats at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. This is the narrowest line of the week. Sask favored by 2.5. Deal or no deal, sir? I'll take that deal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy some preseason hype on the Riders that everybody seems to have. So I'll buy it. Yeah, why, what is that? You are in the sweatpants capital right now. Why are people so bullish across the land on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders? Uh, the number two odds makers favorite to win the Grey Cup this year. I think they'll be okay on both side on the line on both sides uh, along the line of scrimmage. Um, I think they've got some weapons on offense and Cody Fajardo coming off a you know a good season. I think he's they're hoping he improves. The big question mark for me is what are they going to do in their their run game, you know, and a little bit of the secondary. So I'm not really sure where the number two power rankings are coming from, but they should be in the top half of the CFL. I'll get to folks' comments in a moment. They want to talk about Patrick Waugh. But Saturday, Chris Jones and the Edmonton Elks are at the BC Lions. Maybe I'll throw a watch party down here with all Jones South Florida buddies. We'd need a big place. The BC Lions are favored by 3.5 at home over the Edmonton Elks. Deal or no deal? No deal. I'm going to take, I would take the Elks straight up on the money line to win the game. So I'm going, I'm going Edmonton. Nye, Edmonton to win at BC Place. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, there's deal or no deal, everybody's favorite game show in Canada, and that's probably going to be must-see TV. Have you heard? Because I haven't. I I know what's going on in Edmonton, and we're following that very closely for a variety of reasons. We had a lot of friends working with the organization. I don't know Amar Doman, but I see that he's following what we're doing. He's supporting what we're doing. What is he doing? in Vancouver or the Lower Mainland that's selling that place out. Because as I wrote in the commentary today on the radio that I do, Edmonton and BC are picked to be the two worst teams in the West Division and miss the playoffs this year, yet they're selling the most tickets of anybody in the league. What's Dolman doing? No. I know. He's got the community. That's a rhetorical question, I guess. It's he, crazy. Yeah, he must be. Are you hearing anything? Because I'm not. You're not, but the fact that the lower bowls sold out and they're opening up the upper deck means he's got somebody excited, really excited. So, bravo. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. I just, it's not that, it's not that easy to do. Although I talked to one former team president the other day, and he was with regards to Victor Kui, and he's like, Victor's not reinventing the wheel over there in Edmonton, but he is what you just said, engaging with the community. Lowering ticket prices, creating a buzz, hired a winning coach. Who do you think's easier to control, Patrick Waugh or Chris Jones? <laughs> but they don't care on Edmonton because we want to win. And speaking of that, Andrew Stout watching on YouTube says, I think that Patrick Waugh is still upset he is not part of the Habs organization. Well, hell of freaking low, yeah, of course he's upset about that. But there are 31 other teams that could hire him. If anybody knows Patrick Waugh, it's the Montreal Canadian, right? So they're, they're, what do they say? Is the juice worth the squeeze? I'd hire him yesterday. Um, Tad in Red Deer says, Waugh, Quenville, Babcock, all sitting in the coaching penalty box. Sad. Very sad. 
Well, again, if they are happy with what they're doing with their team, there's no reason to hire those guys, but I would hire them in a second, and a lot of these owners and presidents are afraid of being canceled. I think it's the teams that step up and aren't afraid that will be the most successful. Moose, we'll see you back here in an hour or two. What a, what a great day we are off to here, huh? Awesome day. We'll see you in a bit. All right, we've got Andrew Walker joining us next. Coming up next hour, our PGA and now Live Golf Tour analyst Luke Elvey on the earth-shattering news going on in the world of golf. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and streaming 24-hour audio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues. We're brought to you in part by Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They specialize in improving your company's performance and bottom line through supply chain management services. We're airing on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, including the beautiful state of Florida, and live on YouTube as well. Andrew Walker is a Sportsnet Radio Talk legend. He's hosting his podcast, The Hedge, now with much fanfare, and he joins us to talk a little sports today. Walks, you're one of those guys that we could talk about a variety of sports because you're knowledgeable in all of them, and you got opinions in all of them. But you're sitting in the city of champions right now. We've got viewers writing in from Edmonton saying, Oiler fans aren't over the way the playoffs ended. I, will they ever be, do you think? It's, I, I think it's been a really interesting uh, reaction from, from a lot of fans. Because to me, um, you know, if I'm an Oiler fan, I'm, I'm happy. Um, you know, people criticize the team. It's like, you, you've never gone anywhere. And, you know, you have Connor and Leon, you haven't. And they did. They did go somewhere. They lost in the conference finals. And even if even if Nurse was healthy and even if fans had the goalie they wanted and and, you know, things break your way a little bit more. I mean, are they beating Colorado in the conference final? They were a final four team. I think it's I think it's a huge step. If I'm if I'm an Oiler fan, you know, it it sucks the final game that they went out. They blew a lead. They should have won that game, but they went as far as they could. I think it's great. Uh, twice you said, if I were an Oiler fan, I don't think anybody knows who you're a fan of. Who are you a fan of, Andrew Walker? <laughs> I grew, I grew, so full disclosure, I grew up in Saskatchewan. Um, you know, that's how we know each other. Bobier, Saskatchewan. And, uh, so I grew up an Oiler fan and I could have easily grown up a Flames fan or a Jets fan or a Leafs fan. It just so happened that, you know, my first ever game was at old Northlands Coliseum. You see that ice, you see the jerseys for the first time and you get hooked. And so I grew up an Oilers fan. And then, you know, I, I covered the Calgary Flames. I covered the Oilers. I covered the Toronto Maple Leafs. I covered the Vancouver Canucks for a lot of years. And after a few years in media, you know, that jersey wearing, uh, laying awake at night, staring at the ceiling if your team loses, that just leaves you. You know, it happens. So I, you know, I still hope the Oilers do well, but I hope kind of all Canadian teams do well, honestly. Me too. I'm looking forward to getting back to Calgary, getting to Stampede for the first time ever, and seeing Daryl Sutter ride into the Stampede grandstand wearing a Flames jersey, a cowboy hat. What? You've never been? Ever? I've never been. Dude, almost my entire adulthood has been working in the CFL. You don't have a summer off to do fun things like the Calgary (laughs) Stampede. But I'm just wondering, 
I have I haven't heard anything out of Calgary Walks. I'm afraid if it's even still there since they lost to the orders in round two. Like I mean <laughs> nothing. Right? Well, and okay, so go go to, you know, it was this a successful season for the Edmonton Oilers. Like you won the first Battle of Alberta in 31 years. That was it was like a year ago, right? The Montreal Canadiens lost in the cup final. And them making the cup final, I think, was was less amazing for fans than coming back from three rundown to beat the Leafs. They didn't care if they won the cup after that. Are you kidding me? Yes, I I totally get it, man. I totally get it. What were you going to say about me and the Calgary Stampede? Nobody can believe that I've never well, been there. I, but I, yeah, I can't believe you've never been. The Stampede is not what it used to be. Uh, but you know, a, a number of years ago, when the money was really flowing. I lived in a condo right above the Stampede grounds, um, you know, working for the Fan 960 in Calgary. So I had a I had a few years where uh, there wasn't a lot of sleep on Stampede Week for sure. Do you remember way back in October you came on a show with me on a pirate ship at West Edmonton Mall? I can't remember who <laughs> I, yeah. your Stan yeah who your Stanley Cup combatants were. Full disclosure, I said Vegas, Florida at the time. I mended it to Calgary, Florida. Yeah, right. That's why I suck at betting. Do you remember yours? <laughs> Who you thought it was going to um, be? I had I had made two. Um, not so much it was a prediction, but I had made two sizable bets in the preseason on uh, on teams that uh, I thought were good value betting wise to win the Stanley Cup. I bet on the Edmonton Oilers at twenty eight to one, and the New York Rangers at twenty two to one. And so both picks were pretty good. Um, you know, if they could have met up in the cup final, I would be, well, I'd be, re- I'd be retiring pretty soon. Uh, but so the Rangers mm. are still alive, but you know, Edmonton was 28 to one. And by the time they got to the conference final, they were all the way down to six to one. So I was able to, you know, bet a little money on Colorado in the last round to get my money back. No problem. So um, those were, those were my two picks. And I had a little sprinkle on the Vancouver Canucks at like 50 to one. And obviously the season, you know, didn't go the way they wanted. But with those odds, I couldn't say no. Jason in Red Deer writes in, he says, us Flames fans take the loss and move on, Rod. We don't hang around and whine like Oilers fan. LOL. That's Jason not, and Red Deer. So. What, are, what, are the, hmm? what are the Oilers whining about? They won in five. I was surprised, though. Honestly, that series, um, and good for the Oilers because they crushed them. And Mike Smith outplayed Jacob Markstrom. I picked the Flames. I didn't think the Oilers would win that series, and it wasn't even close. Wayne Gretzky picked the Calgary Flames. I will be reminding people of that to the end of time, how painful it must have been for him to do that. Um, would you bring back Mike Smith if you were Ken Holland in the Edmonton Oilers? Um, would I bring back Mike? Well, I mean, he does have a contract for next year at, at $2 million. Um, Everyone likes to harp on Mike smith and and i i get it he's a little scary he's a little nerve-wracking to watch but this is a cap world and you kind of get what you pay for your goalie that played pretty well down the stretch and in the playoffs got you to a conference final and was making two million dollars how do you think they were able to sign evander kane who was the best you know mid-season pickup maybe in nhl history uh mike smith is not the long-term answer going forward but it's, you know, you can't just be like, well, go and give this guy $7 million. It, it's, a, it's a cap world. They'd love to bring Evander Kane back. they got to bring back Brett Kulak. Um, I know everyone wants to see Stuart Skinner uh, in between the crease. But, um, you know, 
you can't just hand a guy like that 60 games. Um, if Mike Smith wants to come back as part of a tandem at 2 million, yet you have to bring him back. But you got to have another option too, I think. Lastly, CFL kicks off tonight. Montreal at Calgary. The Edmonton Elks are at BC Saturday night. Your Rough Riders, if they're still your Rough Riders, are home to Hamilton on Saturday. They, where they the are CFL still. They are on? still my Rough Riders. Okay. Yeah. Where Where do they rate? Where does the league rate on your sports radar right now with all that's going on? Well, I think that the league, the last few years, I don't want to say lost their way, but I mean, you talk about it all the time. Um, it was a weird few years for everybody, and the CFL was affected greatly. It has not felt like the real Canadian Football League in a few years. I'm really hoping that this summer it gets back to that. I'm really hoping. And I, I think we've seen some early returns with some ticket sales. I hope that the passion kind of comes back in Regina. I think Edmonton is doing a lot of good things off the field. And, uh, you know, they went winless last year at home, which really hurts. So I think it's really imperative for them to get off to a good start and get people engaged. And the same with Calgary, right? Calgary's been this dominant Western franchise for so long, and they've kind of fell into this blah type of scenario the last couple of years, haven't won a playoff game since 2018. So uh, I, I think the stage is set. I think people want to enjoy their summer and have the CFL be part of it. I'm hoping that um, you know the teams follow suit and we get a good product this year. Rapid fire. Who is your great cup combat? at Mosaic Stadium, November 22nd. <clears throat> Saskatchewan and Hamilton. Hey, that's what a lot of folks are saying. So it's that? a great preview Saturday. Walks, tell people about The Hedge and where they can tune in. Uh, thehedgepod.com is the website. Uh, it's usually up Monday to Friday, early afternoon. So after you're finished consuming the Rod Peterson. So head over to The Hedge. Uh, we talk sports. We talk sports betting. Nick Kiprios is on the show. Today, uh, we have a lot of fun, and we'll talk a little RBC Canadian Open as well. So thehedgepod.com, you can all the, get all the links there, Apple, YouTube, Spotify. Sounds good. Walks, thanks for the time, man. Good luck with it. Anytime, Roddy. Thanks. Andrew Walker checking in from the City of Champions. Taco Time viewer takeover is next. On the way next hour, Luke LV, our PGA and Live Golf Tour analyst, the voice of PGA 2K. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio with Rod Peterson. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. And here we go. It is uh, Taco Time viewer takeover. Taco Time, real food, real value, real flavor. And I wanted to sneak in a sports update. We haven't had time. It's been a very busy hour. Canadian Elite Basketball League. The Edmonton Stingers dominated the final three quarters and picked up their fourth consecutive win Wednesday night in an 85-72 victory over the Montreal Alliance at Edmonton Expo Center. Tonight, the Guelph Nighthawks and Ottawa Blackjacks both look for their second win of the season as the two teams clash. 7 p.m. Eastern in Guelph tonight. Both the Nighthawks and Blackjacks are 1-3 and three on the season. From the National Football League, give me a second. Chicago Bears coach Matt Eberfluss says the team had to cancel an offseason workout this week because they violated NFL rules by having live contact in a session 
last month. Eberflus says the contact occurred because of overzealous players and not the team's practice structure. I want to get into that with Moose next hour. Football aficionado. Super Bowl MVP Cooper Cup has agreed to a three-year contract extension with the Los Angeles Rams. The 28-year-old receiver had a spectacular season in his first pairing with new Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford, led the NFL with 145 receptions, 1,947 yards, and 16 touchdowns. Cup's new extension is worth $75 million, bringing his total deal to $110 million. We mentioned the dub. Last night, Edmonton's Logan Dohanyuk scored with four seconds to go in regulation. Edmonton beat Seattle 3-2. They now have a 3-1 series lead, looking to close it out Saturday at home at Rogers Place. <clears throat> Pardon me. And uh, Golden State last night beating Boston 116-100. And gives the dubs. Hang on a second. Golden State Stephen Curry says he was in some pain last night after Boston's Al Horford rolled onto his leg on a loose ball. Curry had 31 points and six three-pointers, but it was the Celtics who won 116-100, taking a 2-1 lead in the NBA Finals. Game four goes tomorrow in Boston. And as I said, I, uh, the NBA is just not my job. So I'm reading it for the Hoops fans. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of slow pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Oh, boy, there's a lot of comments have come in here. Where's the dude? Huge Benno. That's his name, Huge. Do I just call you Hugh for short? He was watching in Penticton, B.C., and he says, Happy opening day to the CFL. Thanks again to RP for bringing us CFL content. The big guy is going to be making some lasagna tonight and watching Stamps Al's. Sports is going crazy right now. Thank you, huge. Homemade lasagna, like from scratch, or are you buying a McCain's type of deal? And does McCain's make lasagna, or is it just cakes? I want to know. I want to know. John Kirby in Edmonton. Do you think the reason that the BC Lions game on Saturday is sold out is because they're having a rock concert by One Republic? I would say no, but it doesn't hurt. Obviously. I mean, Edmonton had some great concerts there and Flo Rida and Salt and Peppa, and who else did they have? They didn't sell the place out, but it helped. They're doing everything right. Why they're selling out is because it's created a buzz. Some shoot spa so. that other teams just aren't doing. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. Wilf is watching in Steinbach, Manitoba. He's watching on Game Plus TV, which is carried on Bell MTS cable there in Manitoba. And Wilf, regarding our poll question today, which NHL available head coach would you hire? Our options are Bruce Cassidy, Barry Trotz, Peter DeBoer, or other. Wilf writes in and he says, what about Paul Maurice somewhere in the NHL? What about Paul Maurice? I feel like we'll kick this around next hour more with Moose. There's a couple things. We'll talk about the Bears being disciplined for having a contact practice and blaming the players. Don't they always blame the players, the teams? And two, Paul Maurice. I think maybe Paul Moe's done coaching in the NHL. Coached over 1,000 games. You have, to, or you have to remember he's been around coaching a long time since I think he was 24. Does he even want to be back? Hour two coming up here on Game Plus TV. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? 
Head to youtube.com slash the Ron Peterson Show now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.